Today's episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Ginger to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural dodgeball team, or just live to have fun, you're all captains in our book. No matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. And now, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. All right, welcome to Against All Odds with Cousin Sal. You know, I'm thinking of changing the name of this podcast, Tate, to Cousin Sal Buys Everyone in the World a Freaking Yacht. Does that make sense? That'd be good. Yeah, because now I've won six best bets in a row on this podcast, and I haven't done the math, but I think that's three three or four hundred to one odds. I'm not sure what it is, but after following my picks, I assume the listeners have uh, paid their mortgages off and booked their trips to Bermuda. I'm very full of myself right now, and I'm going for win number seven in a row this week. I'll do that with the degenerate trifecta in a little bit. But, but, but right now, we're talking NBA Finals with two more winners on the phone right now. I just found out one's a huge Boston Celtics fan. So sad. He's also, uh, a, I think, a junior editor of TheRinger.com, Bill Simmons. And you know Hi, him. Sal. what's happening, Bill. And joining Bill uh, from his red-hot podcast, House of Carbs and Shack House, Everyone's favorite glutton, Joe House. What's happening, Joe? <laughs> Hi, cuz. Guys, we did it. We won. Not only did we win, we won <laughs> our biggest bet we've ever put in together. Golden State Cleveland to make the finals plus 120. We did this back in October. Simmons, how did we pull this off? Um, I didn't pull off anything. I hedged the bet. <laughs> For the entire amount of money that we would have won on the Celtics to win Game Seven, yeah, and uh, so I, I won zero dollars. <laughs> I think we, I think we both did that. We all did that. House, I feel like we bet against Cleveland every stretch of the way, every every game leading up to that uh, Game Seven win, and we ended up with nothing too. We never hedge, and this is this series, this bet, we decided to hedge it all, right? Yeah. We hedged and we hedged and we hedged. I think I won five dollars. Oh, so bad. <laughs> So bad. Well, th- Go think ahead. This way, fellas. The only way we were going to lose this bet, or the only way we're going to win this bet, I should say, is if um, the two home teams in Game Seven combined to shoot fourteen for eighty-three for three, which is exactly what happened. I think it's one of the biggest mathematical and statistical flukes we've ever seen. I, I was talking to somebody yesterday who was saying the expected points on all the shots the Celtics took in that game was like 1.17 or something. Right. Because they were all open. And then it, they actually got like .96 out of it or something. Ugh. And then Houston, it was a little lower because some of the shots were contested, but it was the same thing. It was like an almost impossible shooting performance that happened in back-to-back night. I don't know if we'll ever see that again. No, and who should be more upset, Rockets fans or Celtics fans for their Game 7? Because both teams were up by like – 12 right early or something like that and then just it was the same thing the threes fell apart i would say celtic fans because the rockets were missing two of their best guys as the series went along and we're really only playing six guys and we're playing a much 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 better team they had the celtics like basically lost to lebron and jeff green and five other terrible basketball players and Missed every open shot they took the entire game. None of, all of those shots were open. Yeah. You know, so I, I think for me, the Celtics one was a little worse. I think Kevin O'Connor said it the best, and you should hire this guy, Simmons, if you find him and hire yeah. him. But he did. He said, like, you know, Steven's offense, and he's great coach and everything, but it lends itself to not feeding the big man, which is Tatum in this case. And it, it allows yeah. for open threes for role players. And you're going to have statistically, you're going to have a bad game. Not that bad. You wouldn't figure it would be that bad, but it did. It did all fall apart. House. That's the thing. Like, yeah, you know, house likes to eat. The Celtics <laughs> like to take open threes. It's just the way it goes. I will say, I felt like I was watching the NCAA uh, championship with all the bricks that were getting laid. Yeah. And, yeah. and I will, I will draw this comparison. It did take, uh, a Virginia-like uh, inability to uh, change course. You know, Virginia finally the the number one seed that lost to a 16 seed. They lost because they couldn't adjust on the fly to uh, a team that got hot against them and uh, their own offense. They just continued to run their own offense 
inefficiently with no plan B whatsoever. It felt like we encountered that with both Houston and the Celtics. Now, Houston's excuse, and it's a fair one, is, is Chris Paul is supposed to be the plan B, but um, right. I, it, you know, it felt like a little bit uh, like I was watching college basketball there for a little bit. Yeah. The thing that's always going to haunt me with the Boston game is Tatum had that unbelievable sequence where he had to dunk over LeBron, mm-hmm. then he hit a three, timeout, and then he didn't get the ball again. It's it's kind of incredible. They they, I don't think he took another shot. So like I, it's going to take me a while before I even watch that fourth quarter again. But man, it just seemed like they had so much momentum at that point in the game. They're home. LeBron's playing forty eight minute games, and basically two days out of the last three. And uh, so anyway, my point is, I think this Warriors Cavs bet we made just very very lucky. An incredible amount of luck for us, which is so unusual. And of course, we'll talk a lot about it because we had just about forty different ways. Right, and let, <laughs> let's also consider this. I, mean, I don't know what the odds would be on these three things happening, but Golden State down seventeen in Game Six at home, right? Cavs down twelve, uh, and then Stevens calls a timeout for some reason. I don't know why, but anyway, in Game Seven at Boston, Golden State again down twelve. Uh, Houston had all the energy. They really looked like they came to play in Game 7. You combine those three, and our Cavs to meet Golden State finals bet is probably 10,000 to 1 odds for those three to to go down, right? Well, and you left out the Philly bet, because I still, like, the more I watch the Celtics in the next round, you go back to the Philly series in Game 2, they're getting blown out. Yeah, It's it's a 20-point lead for Philly in Game 2 in the first half. And who keeps the Celtics alive? Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. The same guy who missed probably almost every other three he took in the entire playoffs, but he made like four in the first half. Kind of kept the Celtics hanging around. Game three, Bellinelli makes the game-winning three, and his foot's on the line. Mm-hmm. And then in game five, they're up four with 90 seconds left, Philly. Redick has a wide-open three. I think they were up four with like a minute and ten seconds left. So I, I go back to that series, like, wow, Philly actually might have been the best team. They just couldn't, uh, they couldn't get the lucky break. Yeah. Well, what do we have them at? Eight to one, seven, seven to one, seven to one. Oh, yeah. that's right. We bet them to win the East. It was a good bet. One. Yeah. Uh, it just good, goes good bet. We lost. It, it's a, it was a bizarre road, and yet it, it ends up being the teams that everybody had in the final. Well, not everybody, but the favorites to be in the finals: Golden State and Cleveland. Before I move on to this uh, finals. Bill, I need to say your dad is now officially my favorite Twitter follow. Um, yeah, he, he is spectacular, and he complains about fouls days before the game even starts. I, I and <laughs> yeah. that, I know where you get it from. And what the only thing I wonder is, what was your dad's dad like? Can we dig up some of his tweets? Can we get on his Twitter timeline? <laughs> I, I I could just I could just see like this is disgusting. Ted Williams and Jimmy Fox are getting squeezed on every pitch. I I want to I, I need to I don't even know if he spoke like you because your dad doesn't really. But that I I, I you need to my, pass uh, it along. I really enjoy it. My dad's dad was drunk and angry, so I don't think his Twitter feed would have been that exciting. <laughs> it wouldn't be like that. Oh man, I would have loved to have seen it. All right, you're Simmons. You're in the Bay Area right now. Yeah. Do the locals feel? Do the locals feel the team has a chance to win, or is it all doom and gloom over there? <laughs> it's so weird because you come you come to the Bay Area and it's basically two separate cities, right? And you know they they play in Oakland, which is I don't know a forty minute drive from San Francisco, so it's almost like if you know I, I guess the best analogy would be like if uh, you know you had a team. It was called L.A., but they played in Anaheim. Anaheim, right, yeah. Um, but it, I think they're super confident here. But the Cavs are terrible. I mean, it would be we, – we've been talking about how many games the Warriors can win, and I just think it would be a miracle if the Cavs won even one game. I know they will, mm-hmm. but from a talent standpoint, their second, third, and fourth best guys are Kevin Love, who's coming off another concussion. Right. Jeff Green. George Hill, Tristan Thompson, like they, these are average players except for Love, and uh, I don't know. I, I just I don't see how you can make a case for the Cavs unless LeBron gets every single call for seven games. I was thinking, you know, on Jimmy Kimmel Live, we do these uh, 
NBA specials. Every night there's an NBA game before or after, depending on if you're on the East or West Coast, we run a, an NBA special and we have big guests and we do bits and we go to Guillermo goes to media day. And I'm like, uh, you know, no matter what happens, Cavs Warriors is best for ratings. But I'm like, oh, shit, we're only going to get four or five games out of this. This is this is not good. House is minus 850 for the Warriors, a fair number for the championship price. Yes, and and I'm happy that it it's down from minus one thousand. Yeah, and the thing that I need to investigate is whether my business will lend me uh, eighty five thousand dollars so I can win ten thousand yeah. dollars <laughs> on on uh, on the Warriors on that on that uh, championship money line. I, I I just can't. If I mean. If you look at it on a return investment kind of basis, you know, ten grand on on eighty five grand over two weeks—that's pretty good return. Uh, I, I just, unfortunately, they they have all these prohibitions in our <laughs> charter and so forth about uh, gambling, which is really—I I mean, know. this is just leaving money on the table. We're, we're getting there. House. There's a scenario, Sal. Yeah. I think there's a scenario that you could say is better than eight to one odds, where J.R. Smith just gets Draymond Green kicked out of the series in Game One. Here's something. Uh-huh. Three crosses every line. Draymond loses it. No more Draymond. So you eliminate him. Then it turns out Kevin Durant was the person behind the five Twitter feeds linked to Brian Colangelo. <laughs> he takes a leave of absence. And then Curry's got knee stuff. Right. You know, who knows? His knee might act up again. So I, I think like three insane events need to happen for the Warriors to uh, get knocked backwards here. Right. Okay, I, I agree with that. Those would have to happen. And and but even so, I would say the best case scenario, now we're going to exact games because I think we all think the Warriors are gonna win. But if you if you really wanted to hedge this, the best the Cavs are gonna do are win this in seven, and that's twenty to one odds. Like that I could see being your only option for the Cavs. Cavs in seven, twenty to one odds, whereas you know, the the Warriors straight up to win is one to eight fifty, we said. So you could hedge yeah. a little bit. A little bit, but what's the right bet? Well, Simmons? we should also mention. Uh, yeah, is it? We're two two one one. We're two two one 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 again. So, and that that's something that changed relatively recently, yeah. and really lends itself to the much better team winning in five. Mm-hmm. Like last year, we had the Warriors won the first two. They they won game three. They stupidly blew game four, and then they clinched in game five. The yeah. year before. They're they're up three one after four. Oh, yeah. Come back for game five, but Draymond gets suspended. Yep, we were all over but, that. You know, the, the history of these two two one 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 are you, you're usually going to get a three to one after four. Yes, and in this case, I think it's a. Don't you guys think it's a bigger danger that the Warriors sweep? Sure. To blow the. Uh, the Warriors in five bet versus the, the series going past five. So I think there's two ways to do it. I think I think we think this is over in four or five. And um, uh, we found the prop actually. There's one that it's under five uh, under five and a half games is minus two ten. I think that's smart. But if you want to go exact and you take the Warriors to sweep, then you're then it's really game three you're worried about, right? And you Cavs. What do you think the Cavs will be in game three? You think they'll be like a five point underdog at home? I don't think they'll be favored this whole season. Oh no, yeah, no, I don't think they'll be. If they're a twelve-point dog, yeah, I, I think I think it would be. I, I could I could see it being like three or three and a half because look, the Warriors, their history the whole season has been to let up after they play an awesome game. Mm-hmm. They do not have that extra gene to just dominate. They'll dominate for one night, and then the next night they'll kind of show up and let the other team hang around, and they'll finish them off. Yeah. You can't do that against LeBron. So they're going to blow a game, I think. Really? I, it, it's going to happen. And not to mention the referee factor yeah. and the fact that you could really call 100 fouls uh, for anyone defending LeBron. He gets fouled. He's like Shaq. He gets fouled every play. Yeah. And depending on the game, you could shoot 27 free throws. Right. So I think they win one. Yeah, it was bizarre. That game seven, his over-under was 38 points, and he scored 34, which is spectacular on the road. And he went he went under by a couple baskets. All right, so, Simmons, you're saying Warriors in five, and then worst comes to worst, if it's 3-0, you bet the Cavs. Uh, you bet uh, you bet the Cavs, right? I'm thinking Warriors in four, and then, and then if it's 2-0, bet the Cavs to hedge. 
Warriors in four is plus 225. Warriors in five is plus 150. Uh, House, do you like anything different than those two? Well, I, I want to know if I'm allowed to parlay because I, I love the Warriors in five, and there are three different uh, angles to it, but I just don't know if, if uh, I have permission to do this. Under five and a half games, you mentioned that. That's minus 210. Yeah. The Warriors in five, you mentioned that. That's plus 160. And then the series will be decided in Golden State. That's plus 105. Oh. It feels like I don't, I don't have my parlay calculator in front of me. But that sounds like you know in the na- in the neighborhood of a four to one to five to one kind of bet right. if you're allowed to parlay those three together. That's that's the theme, right? Warriors and five. Yeah, they they're not gonna they're they're smarter than we are, House. They're not gonna let you parlay. They, they won't War- let me do Warriors that. Warriors and five and under five and a half. <laughs> because if both of those <laughs> both of those can't they can't go one and one on those, you know. Um, okay. But no, we'll I, we'll I, figure I mean, something that's why out. I asked the professional. I, I think we're I think we're right there though. I think we're right there with four or five. We just have to figure. The out. other one that that I love, and uh, I'm interested in the in the thoughts of the the professionals on this one. Mm-hmm. I absolutely adore the under tonight. Two fourteen and a half Ooh. is minus one ten. I just can't come up with a scenario under which Cleveland scores ninety points. Interesting. Interesting. I can't, well, I can't come up with it. They, we know what their plan is going to be. Last year they tried to play fast, but they also had Kyrie Irving last year. But they tried to play fast for whatever reason. They just were like, we're going down in a blaze of glory and played this crazy pace and they couldn't sustain it for four quarters. This year I think the pace that they played with Boston, this year's all about conserving LeBron's energy during the game. Right. And making sure that he can basically play 48 minutes. They have no other chance to win if he, unless he's in the 46 to 48-minute range. So they're just very deliberate. They're, they take 20, 21 seconds to take shots. Right. And the possessions are way down for them. You know, and you look at the game, even game seven, they scored 88 points. Now, the Celtics missed a crap load of shots and probably should have gotten 100, but still, like, the Cavs scored 88. That's not... Not a lot. They were. They just weren't putting up big numbers. The, and, uh, the Cavs. I, think, I, I sent you this, Simmons. Uh, I think the Parlay Kid uh, brought this to my attention. They had thirty-one in that game seven. They had thirty-one two-point attempts. The Cavaliers, which is a little more than seven right. a quarter. That's that's astoundingly low in a playoff game. But it's really easy to change the pace in the game and just get everybody to start walking it up and right. You know, going that direction. I do think though. Did we learn anything from last year where they won game three and then it just dragged on and then they blow game four? Well, why'd they blow game four? Could it be that they were bored after spending five days in Cleveland? <laughs> yeah, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> Always a shot at Cleveland. Always looking for an opportunity to shot. take a shot. It's not a shot. If you're oh, it's not? <laughs> what is it? Kevin Durant. Draymond Green. Where do you go? Where do you need to be in a big, like in New York, you can just go out and blend into wherever, and it's not a big deal. If you're in LA, right. even if you're here in, in San Francisco, once you get to a smaller city, you're kind of just trapped in your hotel room. Right. Where are those guys going to go in Cleveland? Where are they going in Oklahoma City or San Antonio or Memphis? I wonder if they go stir crazy after like four days. You're saying maybe they should run the memorabilia convention alongside the same time as the NBA Finals. Just to give them something. To or do. road trip. Maybe maybe go to Cincinnati. Oh, Check it out there. That's right. Columbus. Maybe that's Titus in Columbus. They can go to the golf tournament. The Momo- oh, no, they're going to be – it's going to be over by the time they get there. It'll be over. I remember at the finals, Jalen and I, we had spent so much time in San Antonio, we, we just had to get out. Yeah. And we spent the weekend in Austin. Joe House was there. Um, and it was like a, a revelation. It was liberating. Like, oh my God, it was only an hour away, and it was like it gave us this new energy. Yeah. Five. There you I go. do think, like, you spend five straight days anywhere, it's not a big city, you just kind of lose it a little bit. Right. All right. Well, let me go over one more thing with you guys. Actually, two more things. MVP odds. Uh, did you even look at these? Do you want to guess what it is? I did. I, 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 uh, I, I feel like it's Curry for some reason. Durant's the favorite, minus 140. Curry, plus 170. LeBron, plus 650. Then you have Clay at 15 to 1. Dre at 20 to 1. 
Uh, Terry Rozier made his way in LA. Oh no, I'm sorry. The, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, Iguodala. I, I know Iguodala is not healthy. He he took like a knee to the thigh and has been out for like uh, six weeks. I don't know what the problem is, but a thousand to one. That's got to be the highest odds for any former NBA uh, Finals MVP winner, right? But he's not going to win. Yeah, was, yeah. So still healthy. Right. Durant or Curry or LeBron. What are your thoughts, Simmons? I just think. We've seen it the last couple rounds. Like uh, these smaller guards can get whatever shot they want against the Cavs. They don't really have mm-hmm. anyone. Anyway, George Hill's not slowing down Curry. Clarkson's not. Just going down the line. I think they have more people to throw at Durant. Right. And LeBron. I'll be interested to see who he guards. My guess is they're not going to waste a lot of Durant energy cells on on guarding. K- I mean, uh, LeBron energy cells guarding KD. Mm-hmm. But the Curry thing, we just thought, how many open shots did Curry Rogier and Marcus Smart miss in that last series? Yeah, you know, right. like, the Cavs just don't have the defenders in that position. But I think Curry's going to have a lot of open shots in this series. And it's a good little redemption tour for them. Like House and I talked about it on my podcast yesterday where, you know, this whole season has kind of been about reestablishing Curry as the face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. So, when they're handing out the rings the first night, Curry was the one who gave the speech. Curry had to win last. Um, I do think it would make sense with how the season has gone for him to have kind of his moment in the sun, and then we could say, wow, that team. Durant, the Finals MVP one year, Curry, Finals MVP the next year. Yeah. I like the plus one seven. I think those odds are good. And you know what, House... It's goddamn fun rooting for Steph Curry at plus 170. It will be. He'll be gnawing on his mouth guard and pointing to the crowd after hitting like a 40-footer. I'm like, yeah, this is fun right now. Let's let, let's get some energy back into this series. Should we just do that? Should we just do Curry plus 170? Uh, I'll do it, but the one that I like is Clay. I huh. like Clay in that 14-to-1 or 15-to-1 range. And the reason I like it is, is just for the, the narrative purposes. He reminded us in that game six, he was really once again the guy that's, that, that was up to the task for Golden State and kept them, uh, you know, uh, with the pedal down in game six against Houston, a must-win elimination game. The same thing, you know, it reminded me of the game six that he put up against Oklahoma City. They would have lost that series without the shooting performance. Of Clay, and I feel like if he comes out and has like three of those kinds of games over the course of this series, that like on a narrative uh, basis, he he might win it. I mean, at fifteen to one, it's worth a it's worth a, a take. Yeah. It's worth a unit, I would say. Yeah, Simmons, if your theory that the you know that the that they'll leave the you know the Cavs left guys open on the perimeter against the Celtics, that you know, yeah, Clay at fifteen to one is not is not bad. I would say at uh, MVP, but well, maybe the move is. Both of them. Maybe you do. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you, if you sprinkle them on both. Right. Yeah, it's, you're still just better off winning the Warriors in five, in my opinion. But yeah, if you sprinkled on both, you'd basically be betting against Durant to win. I don't think Draymond's just not shooting well enough to win. He, I think he's he's become a genuine liability from three. Yeah. And I'm sure part. Although, what's what are Draymond's odds? Uh, twenty to one. Well, we saw the strategy Houston did. Mm-hmm. They left him 10 feet open. Right. So maybe, now I'm talking myself into this. <laughs> he's a liar. <laughs> he was just, he was a open liability. Eight, eight seconds ago, he was a liability. No, yeah. I know, but, but this is also how you win the finals MVP. They leave him open, and he just starts making everything. Mm-hmm. We've seen him do that before, where all, the, all of a sudden they go in, and it's like, wow, oh, my God, Draymond Green has – 15 threes in two games. Those shots are going to be there for him. He can so. get a couple of triple um, doubles, too. Yeah, you're right. He might be right yeah, up there. Yeah, it's oh. conceivable. The only one that doesn't make sense is LeBron at plus 650, which is just barely better than Cleveland to win the series. And honestly, no one's going to win the MVP. Well, your pass, but your pass for that is, what is he it? drags it to seven. He's incredible. He single-handedly makes it a series. Yeah. They lose in seven by like eight points. Oh, interesting! And everybody says LeBron wins the Finals MVP anyway. Could that happen? I just don't think they can win three games. That, that would be the only way it would happen, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, while we're on LeBron, this is the last thing, and I'll let you guys go. Their odds are out for his next team. 
Sixers are favored at plus 150. Cavs are now plus 175. It was plus 110. The Rockets are plus 250. It was 6-1 to one a week ago. The Lakers are plus 550. That hasn't changed much. And then the Heat and Warriors are tied at like 16-1. Uh, to one. Then the Clippers are 7th at 25-1. to one. Let me ask you this. If the idea is that he's going to win a championship in the next two years, aren't there exactly four teams that he can go to to achieve that? And that's Rockets, Sixers, Celtics, and Warriors. Or am I missing somebody? I'm sorry, House. He's not winning with the Wizards. Well, I'm, he can't win in Cleveland? No, I don't think so. It's just going to be like this again, right? I don't know. Do you add Cleveland? They're the fifth, I guess. I don't know. What do you the, think, Simmons? The way for him to stay in Cleveland is if he decides anywhere else he goes doesn't give him a really better chance to win. Mm-hmm. House and I, on my podcast yesterday, we did the Houston. And you know what's funny, House? We never finished it. I had the last piece to tell you how it worked, and, and then we got sidetracked and I never finished it. Basically, they'd have to stretch Ryan Anderson's contract out. They would have to trade for LeBron before July 1st, mm-hmm. which is basically what they did last year with Chris Paul. They would be able to fit him under the cap, give up a bunch of first-round picks, and the way that would happen is if LeBron said to Cleveland, I'm leaving. You, I'm going there anyway. So I could either just sign the offer July 1st or treat me there now. You'll actually get something for me. Right. You do that. July 1st happens, then they re-sign Chris Paul, and then they go to war with Harden, LeBron, Chris Paul, Eric Gordon, Ariza, P.J. Tucker. Now, why would he do that? He would do that because if the Warriors kick his ass in the final, he would be able to have the narrative of, look, I just want to win another title. This Warriors put together a super team. The only way to beat a super team is to form a super team. And I had to do this. So I think it's consistent. Well, I would. My money would still be on the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers. Well, let's, and I know, yeah, I know, the, it's, but they're uh, gonna. I know it's only money, but he did just purchase a twenty million, twenty-three million dollar mansion in Brentwood. I think. I don't know. Yeah, why are the Lakers not what in the top the three? Plus five fifty. Yeah, I think that's the, those are the best odds. because he owns all this real estate here and all his businesses are here, and we've been talking about it for a year. And there's a path for him to bring Paul George with him to, you know, maybe make make a trade for Kawhi. Who knows? I, I think plus 550 is too high. All right. House, wh- which, where's your money going? Wizards not even on the uh, board. Unfortunately, Cleveland. I think you stay because I, I just don't find any of these other places uh. compelling. But what the hell do I know? Everything changes, uh, you know, every week in terms of, um, the composition of these rosters. I right. mean, I, I I know that come October we're going to look at the rosters and say, how the f did this happen? Right, and right. that's true. But is he is he confident in the Cleveland management that they could get a roster to his liking? I, it, it barely it's, it's his management. Yeah, it's, it's him. I don't. I don't he know. He could do. Uh, this would be the summer because they had the eighth pick in the draft. You could package that with something. They have Kevin Love if they want to trade him. Mm-hmm. Um, once you take that eighth pick and keep that eighth pick, I think it's much harder to do stuff. Right. So I, th- I think it'll play out fast. I really do. I know this is a cop out, but I really do believe that how this how how this finals plays out will determine a lot of it. Like if they just get murdered by the Warriors, how does he go back? Right. You know. Sure. And if he's can take them to seven games, and then maybe turn that eighth pick and something else into CJ McCollum or whoever, and get one more dude. Then it's more conceivable. All right, you're right. It's it's going to be such a mess over the summer um, that who knows what how to analyze it. But we're going to be right there. We're going to be right there for the summer league games. I don't know if you've announced that yet, but we're going to be together again in Vegas. No, should we not announce this yet? I look forward. <laughs> I look forward to losing money on LeBron's next team. <laughs> <laughs> we do this every time. I'm very confident. <laughs> <laughs> that makes all of us. It should be. I have a I have a winner for tonight. Go ahead. Here's my winner yeah. for tonight. Yeah. The adjusted line. Uh-huh. I like the adjusted line for the Warriors. Minus 17 and a half uh-huh. is plus 220. I'm parlaying that sucker with the under. You Ooh. heard my rationale. Under 214 and a half. You could do this. Minus 110. Adjusted line 17 and a half. So the Warriors have to win by 18. Uh-huh. And the uh, total comes in under two fourteen and a half. That's the house parlay for game one. I like that. I like now, that. What's the 
Go ahead. What's the 22 points and higher line? I was just going to say that, and it's 7-2 to two odds when they're in, in, uh, in Golden State. And you have to think that's going to happen once, right, in the first couple games? Well, you thought they, the, the Cavs got – it seems like they get blown out at least once a series. Right. They got right. blown out in Indiana. Toronto doesn't count because Toronto took a big, giant dump. Uh, Boston, they got blown out. And I think, I can't remember where that score ended, but they'll have games where they're down 20 and he'll just shut it down, which he should because he's playing an insane amount of minutes. But they, this Cleveland team gets to a point where they just look at a ration and go, oh, we can't win. I'm with All you. Right, Let's do that. Game. Let's do that. One of those first two games we'll do that, and then we'll suffer J.R. Smith will hit a three down 23 at the buzzer, but whatever. Well, I think we have to do it. <laughs> well, if we do... So if we Ponzi scheme it, let's say he put 500 on game one, seven to two, right. you lose. And you put another 500 on game two. Yeah. You win that one. Then you just so that would be. Just go away. Yeah. Seven, 1750. Yeah. So you'd still be up plus 12. You'd basically be up plus 1250, or you'd be down 1,000. But if you won game one, you'd just be up 1750. And you'd just go away from it. And yeah. I like that. I'm doing yeah, that. I, I'm doing both. I'm doing that. And I like yours, Houses. All right, and, let's do that. I, and I think we're going to do Yeah, I'm Warriors doing the house parlay and the, and the over 22. And we like Warriors in four Great. and Warriors are in five, and we're not sure what we've done for uh, MVP. We're a little all over the place, but we like Curry, I think. All right. I like Curry. I, I, I I'm fine with Curry. Curry. Yeah, I recommend Curry. I'm going to put a taste on Clay also. Excellent. All yeah. right, guys. Thank you for coming on. I know you're very busy today. I, you know, actually, I was going to say goodbye, but I'll let you stay on the line and you keep quiet for 20 minutes and you'll hear my seventh best bet in a row. Wow. Can you All believe right. it? Thank you. I'll, li- I'll listen to it later. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. <laughs> Bye. We'll See be ya. right back. All right. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, House. It's time to talk about Hotel Tonight. Hotel Tonight partners with awesome hotels to help them sell their unsold rooms, which means you get amazing deals. All it takes is 10 seconds, just three taps and a swipe to book. No long, endless list of a zillion hotel choices. Hotel Tonight only shows you the best deals at the best hotels. Perfect whether you're a planner or like to leave things to the very last minute. And with Hotel Tonight's HT Perks program, the more you book, the better the deals get. So, start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels and download the Hotel Tonight app right now. All right, we're back on Against All Odds. I'm Cousin Sal. If you followed my picks the last six weeks, you are living large. I've hit six bets in a row. Forget Tony Robbins, all these inspirational speakers. Who are the Tate? Who are the the little people real estate guys? The little people real estate. You don't guys. never saw them? No, I've never seen that. One of them may not be with us anymore. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They've got nothing on me. I've made you millions, millions. It's well documented. I'm going for number seven in a row. Not two. Not three. Not four. Not five. Not six. Not seven. But first, I'm gonna bring my boys on. You know them well. They're my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Oh, there's so much. So much to get to. I think we're running out of uh, sports. Um, well, you guys are not running out of sports, but especially Parlay Kid and Brother Bry. We'll get to that in a second. You guys are <laughs> digging deep as if this is, uh, this is <laughs> mid-July, but... There is still some basketball left. I've hit six in a row. I don't think I've ever hit six in a row in, in my life, now that I think about it. Um, but now, oh, actually, there were those ESPN days. But, uh, so this I'm going for say, seven. Yeah, yeah, not, that was football, but not uh, non-football sports. I don't think I've ever hit six in a row. Going for seven. Um, someone you may not have done as well with is uh, our friend Harry. Harry, you've lost three or four in a row now? No, it's four. Is it's it four? four? What did you somebody, have? Somebody, somebody mentioned if I lose that NASCAR, which I did, it could come spiraling, spiraling down on a bad streak, and it's really happening pretty bad. Oh, I don't. I wouldn't blame NASCAR. I don't think it's NASCAR. But we'll talk. What did you lose with this week? What did you have? I had a. I I, I got ballsy, even though I'd like I said had lost three in a row. I went with the parlay. I took the Rockets plus one and over two twenty in the game. The Rockets won, but didn't even come close to two twenty. I think. You, I, I think I actually texted you guys. 
after the first four minutes, I knew I already I was already done. You went over like the next the two over. games too, and it, that it, it still didn't hit. I think, but uh, listen for punishment. Th- this is it, though. This is th- this is the thing. You have not won, and you were. It's not like you were you know, middling. You were winning and losing. You were on a hot streak, and then. Then, Tate, do you remember what happened here? Harry admitted that he was in love. Yes. And it all, you, like you said, came spiraling down. You have to admit, that's the, <laughs> that's the X factor. You've been here. blinded, Harry. Well, yeah, blinded by love. Is that true? Harry, I should just read the text. What's Go he ahead. saying? Uh, no. <laughs> you should. Go ahead, Darren. Go ahead. It's fine. No, uh-huh. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with my sexuality. Harry hasn't watched sports in a week because of this girl. So what are you doing? He has not Harry? watched sports in a week. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. Harry, he had no idea what was happening in golf last weekend. Oh. It was it was really bad. Harry, you're on a gambling podcast. You're not what? You're not betting. You're not watching sports. I'm. Well, Tate, see if Juliet Lippman has an opening on the uh, on the Bachelor podcast. Yes. There, maybe we could put Harry on because he knows. All of a sudden, he's an expert on love. She just passed. She passed on it. Well, it was you know that quick. Well, you know it's, Well, the thing that's really bad is not only am I losing, mm-hmm. I am done. By the first quarter, I can't. I can't get the over in these games. I can't. I can't. I mean, when, when the Rockets have zero points with seven minutes to go in the first, uh, you know, when they have four points, uh, Golden State has four points. When there's seven minutes left, six minutes left in the first, I can't even win. I'm done in the first quarter, let alone watch the rest of the game. Yeah, you're you better race car driver who like ran out of gas in the first lap. I mean, it's 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 been pretty spectacular. And you here's the question though, I think. And let me ask all of you guys this. And, you know, and I'm going to put it out to everyone. Uh, email us your response at CousinSalAgainstAllOdds at gmail.com. Is any girl worth it if it means you'll never win a bet again? Is, is meeting Mrs. Wright, is it worth it? I say no. I say no. I'm sorry. I think I've met Miss Wright. And, uh, you know, if I had to lose every game from here forward, it would be a miserable existence. Harry, you, you don't care, obviously, though. You definitely, uh, I, I, yeah, but uh, you definitely have met Miss Wright. So okay, that's, uh, I'm not fishing for compliments yeah. here. I, just, I need an answer. I need to figure this out. All right, <laughs> brother Bry, you were you were red hot. You lost on a screw job MMA fight. Uh, who was it? Thompson. It was a bad fight. I'll yeah, I had Thompson over Till. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bit of a screw job. I actually ended up watching it three times yeah. after it just to make sure uh, how bad I got screwed. You know, the more I watched it, though. It wasn't like the worst decision in the world, but uh, I still felt like I got screwed. I just the scores of like forty nine, forty six yeah. were so bad in that in that fight. But I, I it wasn't uh, like I said. Usually I'd be complaining, but I've been hitting everything else, yeah. so I, I I couldn't complain with that one. It was yeah, it was one of the, first of all, it was a bad fight. It was hard to score the rounds, but it was one of those things where it was hard to score the rounds, but. You, you wouldn't see one guy winning four to five rounds with that said, you know. So, um, and the, you had the thing where all the experts, like 18 out of 20, had your guy Thompson winning. Yeah, uh, it was, uh, yeah, 22 out of 24, the media members had yeah. uh, Thompson winning. So. But, like you said, I felt like I won it, but whatever. You, you won like the last seven lacrosse games, um, and you were, you're, you've been posting these picks, so it's not, uh, it's not all jive, it's out there. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I wish anyone. I wish anyone gave a crap about lacrosse betting, so we could talk about this for more than forty-five <laughs> seconds. But go ahead, toot your horn a little bit. Yeah, no, I think it was almost like having a perfect bracket just throughout the whole thing. I think I got like one thing wrong, maybe like an over/under early and early on, and then uh, yeah, I, I went uh, Yale Duke this week. They both went up six goals, six mm-hmm. nothing right away in the game. Uh, and some, you know, I know Yale went up huge in that game. Uh, Duke game got a little closer. But then I took Yale in the final, too, and Yale was up uh, five goals in the fourth quarter, too, and they went up 3 nothing right away as well. So I, they, they didn't, in those three games, the team I had never trailed once. Yeah. They actually never tied it up even in those games. So That's great. It was, uh, I'll never do that again. I mean, that was about as hot as I could get for one sport. <laughs> well, uh, you guys actually went to I the almost, Final Four, right? The lacrosse, I think, right? Yeah, we went to the semi. So the thank God game. we actually did. Thank God we did bet on those yep. because they were such blowouts that at least for us, you know, it kept us entertained. And we we were rooting for the blowouts, but nobody else was. I'm trying to get into the lacrosse, and I'm, I'm going to sound ignorant here, and people are going to hate me, but I just uh, I think just think the goalie should be a little better. I don't know what goes on. And they show that they have 48% <laughs> saves, and I was like, what? I haven't seen a save in, in 40 minutes. Oh, it's so hard. Is it so hard? hard? Yeah, because the ball's coming from These up. guys are ripping shots 100 miles an hour, low, high, people in front of the net. Oh, I know, they, you know, these goalies don't really wear some of the helmets out. They really don't wear 
any. No, I know. They have like a little thing over their chest. They wear very little. These guys are some of the toughest guys out there. Well, really why are they? Crazy. Why even out there? Well, pull the goalie. It's a, they don't, uh, that's they don't a good question. Anything. That's. There you go. That actually is a question that could be raised in some cases. That's for sure. I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah, Paula Kid, you have you have sons that play lacrosse. Are any of them? Are either of them goalies? No, no, none uh, of them are goalies. You're, you're, no, you're doing the wrong thing. Uh, you need you need to train them to be goal. I, One of them could start for I, Albany you know right now. Probably go back. Yeah, you're right, Sal. Yeah. But so you're a Long Island guy. I know. They're all Long cut. Island is. Uh, they're all it's, over the it's place. It's a lacrosse hotbed. Lacrosse hotbed. Everyone's it's unbelievable. every every other play is from Garden City. I know. All right, enough enough lacrosse right. talk. Paula <laughs> kid, you did lose. Uh, I see. It's so yeah. far now. A week ago, Golden I State. I had Golden game State five. to win in six. The right. series was two two. Mm-hmm. And I had them to win in six. I have no regrets over the bet. Uh, I thought it was still a good bet. Mm-hmm. Getting uh, uh, plus money at that time for that. Um, so, uh, you know, they just had a terrible um, game five. But it still came down to the wire. But I did preface it, Sal. And somebody on Twitter did give me a little compliment. But I did say no matter what the outcomes of the game five were for the Cavs mm-hmm. and the Warriors, that game six would be a parlay would be as easy as you can get. If you had taken the Cavs and the Warriors Both on the but we had no odds at that point. Right. Um, but I think I think that game six parlay would have been like at most minus two hundred. Right. Which that was such an easy parlay to hit. Yeah. Uh, it's but yeah, I lost. So I lost. I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, you know, I'm going to go back to a parlay later. So you can't do two team NBA parlays anymore. That is getting sad. We're late in the I year. I know. That's yeah. tough. Yep. I, that that was a bizarre. There have been bizarre, Both those game sevens were ridiculous. So I'll never be able to explain what happened to the home team shooting the way they did. But oh. uh, but that game five was just as outrageous. And that Golden State was down. They murder murdered the Rockets in the in the third quarter. I know we're talking about a game from a week ago. And then they come out so flat. What did they score in the fourth quarter? Like. 16 points or something that that team should never uh, so, what like 12 12 Maybe yeah 12, that's what it was it was 12 anyway it cost the parlay kid all right let's talk a little more nba our friend dave tooley as view from vegas uh tallied it up the favorites finished eight and six against the spread in the conference final round the unders improved to 10 three and one overall the favorites are now 45 32 and one against the spreads 58 percent and the unders are at 54 and a half percent 42 35 and one um by the way i should mention tate uh, we had uh, we had House and Simmons on earlier, and we were gloating, and then and then um, then we were upset about the fact that we won our bet Cavs and Warriors to meet in the finals. But then we hedged all the way. Mm-hmm. We had hedged that crap out of it, all every single way. I mean, House had like Celtics in seven, and then felt bad he had too much on that, and he had Cavs in six. Like everything, everything we could do to go wrong, we did. Except for Tate. Now I gave him five hundred dollars in the beginning of the year to bet all these uh, futures. He won on Utah, but then ended up losing that in one of the first round. I think he doubled up on Utah. Yeah, exactly. Or, I doubled down do? on Utah. Yeah, in second round or something. But but your big bet, you're a plus one twenty. You have a big decision to make, Tate. What are you going to do? You di- you had that Cavs Golden State um, final two. Yeah, I would say uh, the good news about not having any money is you can't hedge anymore. You yeah, know? that's if, true. If you're out of money at that point, uh, I, I mean, I, 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 I would say I would yeah. say the warrior, Warriors in five is is what I what oh, okay. I'm expecting. All right, wow, jeez, you didn't build any drama. Yet. <laughs> all right, we're, we're gonna get to all this. We're gonna get to all this in a second. All right, well, well let's let's talk about it right now. Game one, uh, probably tonight, if you're listening, um, minus twelve, very high. I didn't think we'd see another double digit game after um, Golden State at home against Houston. But uh, there it is, minus 12. And what is it, like minus 850 on Bovada for for the series? Very, very, very high. I think like the last three of these, they were right in the minus 240, minus 210 range uh, last three times these teams played. Um, Parley Kid, start us off. What do you like for a series future? Sal, I'm going to be going with uh, Steph Curry at plus 160 for MVP. Mm. Uh, you know, so this this number was at plus 140 yesterday. So I guess there's just mo- more and more money coming in on Durant. And um, I don't know about you guys, but isn't it time that Curry wins an MVP in the finals here? Yeah. He really, isn't he the guy that makes this team go? When Curry is good, the team is great. Mm-hmm. Durant, so I think, you know, watching this these series with, with the Rockets, I know Durant's the favorite here, and we and let's and we also have to preface by saying this has nothing to do. 
The finals MVP has nothing to do with the rest of the playoffs. Unlike it's Hawking. just the right. finals mm-hmm. MVP. Right. Right? Um, and we, see, we saw Iguodala won it a few years ago, then LeBron, and then Durant last year. And this just seems to be Curry's time. He's trending up. His play is getting better. And as he plays well, this team becomes unstoppable. And I found myself yelling at Durant a lot, being yeah. that you know, I was rooting for the Warriors this, in, this, in that series before, saying, what is he doing? I just thought Durant did not look like a very MVP type of player in that last series. Mm-hmm. I think Curry is the guy that's going to make this team go plus 160. I really love it. And I know Mr. Simmons loves this bet as he well. He does. We t- we discussed this earlier. He loves it. We were all we 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 actually touched on just about everyone. But uh, <laughs> Draymond Green was thrown out there for a minute. He could have a few triple doubles and make make his uh, you know make make him an interesting candidate for MVP. Um, Clay Thompson. I, I know uh, actually that went down. I think that was twenty to one this morning. Now it's fifteen to one um, for uh, MVP. Oh no, maybe he was sixteen. Anyway, he's fifteen to one. He's going to get some looks. Um, like you said, Durant is favored minus one fifty. Yeah, Curry would be fun. We have a friend, uh, Alec, who is insufferable, an insufferable uh, Steph Curry fan. So I do want to bet it, but I, I don't like Alec being happy. I don't know what we do here, brother Brian. You like another? <laughs> is there another Curry prop you like? Yeah, the one I really like is Curry over six assists to average six assists a, a game. Mm-hmm. So last year. In the final, oh, yeah. he averaged nine, 9.4 assists. And in four of the five games, he had at least 10. Mm-hmm. He averages you know, 6.1 this year, 6.8 in his career. The last three games in the Rocket Series, he averaged eight. It seems like he's starting to handle the ball a lot more, creating plays. So I think six is awfully low. I think I'm going to be jumping on that tonight. Nice. All right. And you like something else? What, else, what do you have as your best? Uh, yeah, so the one, yeah, the one I really like, too, is on, um, again, this is on Bavada, but the mm-hmm. over 22.5 largest margin of victory in the series. So somebody, one game, somebody has to win by at least 23. So if you look at last year, a lot of, High scoring, um, high scoring wins at 22, 19, 21, but didn't go over. The year before, though, there was a 23, 30, 25. I just think the way the way these playoffs have been going, there's going to be at least one blow. Warriors are going to blow out the Cavs by 25 or more in mm-hmm. one of these games. Probably one of the first two games. Uh, and then if they ever lose a game, expect them to blow them out the following game. So mm-hmm. I think 22 and a half is uh, pretty low on that, and that's that's a pick 'em. So. Uh, yeah. Again, that's something I'll be taking I over twenty-two and House a half. And I, victory. House and I and Simmons uh, discussed that too. I think we thought it, to Ponzi scheme it because I think it's seven to two odds for game one. It'll be the, about the same for game two. Just keep betting it until yeah. it loses. That that you could you can't go wrong doing it that way. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, that was another way of thinking, right? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, that, that's got to be a blowout. But the problem is nineteen points is a blowout too. But I think I think uh, right. the thing with Cleveland is, and we'll get into it later. I think they give up. Um, the other problem is, and this is going to sound stupid, but these games are too long for the, for the Golden State opponents. They just are. These guys are such yeah. good shooters and such complete players, and we find ourselves, we're on a group text, and we'll be texting about how, oh, Durant, what is he doing? He looks asleep. What's Curry waiting for? He has to get going when they're down by a dozen. It's like, it doesn't matter because eventually they're such complete players that they're going to catch fire, and they're going to catch fire at the same time, and it seems to always happen in the third quarter. I sent you guys some like plus – 800 points in the third quarter where everything else was, yeah. you know, but marginally on the plus uh, for the other quarters. But they are a spectacular third quarter team. And I think as a result, Cleveland kind of bows out. That's kind of what they do with these games. They, they kind of conserve their energy. They know when they're going to lose. And that's it. It's kind of like Harry when you're going to lose the first set to Brian or the second set to Brian. You're like, all right, let me just go to the third set in tennis. I'll lose, I'll lose six <laughs> love because there's another one ahead. Whoa. Right. Well, I beat him in. I've beat him both times in the first. In the first set, right? I know. <laughs> I, I'm talking about the second. All right, Harry. I know. Um, I take my time. Two minutes. Yeah. Uh, two minutes before this, um, I asked Harry what his best bets are. I needed one for the futures and one for the game one, and he gave me two for game one. I said, I don't. I don't. He's, this is how lost he is. He's there. He's not focused <laughs> at all. Lost, man. No, I got. I got one for the series. Right, go I ahead. got one for the series. Tell I, us. I, I got the war. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a little wimpy here. I'm gonna take the Warriors minus two and a half games for the series at minus two fifty. I need a W somewhere. So uh, I mean, last year went five games, and Cleveland is a four seed this year, and they barely got through Indiana. 
and uh, and overall their defense wasn't good this season. So I think uh, that they have that they're not going to have anything left in the tank, and this could be done in four. Golden State can give LeBron all the points and all the stats that he wants, but at the end, Golden State, like you said, so complete. And finally, I'm on them. I'm a series series late probably because I invested so much in Houston, but still, Golden State too good. Let LeBron have his stats. They can still win by 15 to 20 every game and win by win in four. All right. So uh, okay. So Golden State minus two and a half means they win in. Uh, what am I thinking here? Four. They're, they're winning in they four. Or five. They have to win in five at least. In four or five. five. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the thing. We keep going back and forth over. Bry, you found one minus two ten is that the series is under five. Yeah, and under half five games. and a half games. I saw minus two ten. Uh, so that's even better than what Harry has. But um, I, I think again, it just depends what site you're on, and I'm sure those odds are changing like crazy. Right. But anything under five and a half seems good. I mean, last year went five. This year can't go more than five, right. I don't think. All right, Tate, now now you could chime in. Tell us. Now, now the, the, the suspense has been built. You, are you going to let that $120 ride on anything you've just heard or go, go on your own? <laughs> I think I'm going to let it ride on Warriors in five. Warriors in five. Why not? Okay. I think I think they lose game three. Everyone gets excited. They have to win game four. Backs against the wall. Go back to Golden State. Wrap it up. And uh, we're on to the offseason where All we right. do, where we talk about LeBron James and where he's going to go next. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to be the top. I, I also love Jeff Green guarding Kevin Durant. I think that's going to be the most fun part of the series. If LeBron doesn't want to match up with Durant, then we get to watch Jeff Green guard Kevin Durant. Two mm-hmm. old teammates from the Sonics days. That'll be fun. All right, so you're going. That's plus one fifty right now, Tate. So you'll have one. Oh, you'll have a nice little bundle there. That'll be good for you. Thank you. That would be great for me. Yeah, you can go on a double date with Harry. Yes, it'll be a lot of money. That was my first pitch. All right, here's what I'm taking: Golden State to average over twelve three pointers per game. Now they averaged thirteen versus Houston. They had thirteen, eighteen, thirteen, nine, ten, thirteen, sixteen. They had thirteen versus the Pelicans, and one of those games uh, they had twenty two. This team does not guard the perimeter. We saw Game 7, and it's going to be different. It's not going to be Terry Rozier. It's going to be Clay Thompson. It's not going to be Jalen Brown. It's going to be Steph. These opportunities are going to be there. The third quarters alone, they may get 13 alone in one of the third quarters or a couple of the third quarters. That will for sure help the average. I like as a series future, Golden State to average over 12 three-pointers per game, and that's on Bovada. You can find it on a lot of the uh, offshore sites. Now, that brings us to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the Degenerate Trifecta and I set sail, tackling make believe gambling propositions related to sports and pop culture events. This week, the fake prop is who will get their fourth ring first, LeBron James or Jennifer Lopez? I didn't even, I didn't even know she was in the running, but <laughs> yes, four rings. She's got three. She needs one more to get four. Parlay Kid, what do you think? Who gets it first? Well, Sal, LeBron's not winning it this year, so we know that's not happening, right? And like one of our buddies, Alec, uh, I believe he's going to go to the Lakers at the end of the season, and that's plus 550, by the way. Mm-hmm. And at that point, what does he have? About a two-year window himself before he starts become, you know, breaking down? I don't know. You should never doubt LeBron. But, Sal, J-Lo, she's dating A-Rod, mm-hmm. right? One of the most misunderstood athletes of our time. He also happens to be quite handsome. <laughs> Harry, he probably even makes your list of best-looking males. Am I right, Harry? Oh. Probably somewhere in between Bon Jovi and Regis Philbin. <laughs> and and she married Mark Anthony. She right. married Mark Anthony. Right. If she married Mark so wait, Anthony, so, so, guess so what? you're telling me there's a chance for me. No, there's no chance. If she married Mark Anthony, there's a chance for you, Harry, too. Thanks, Dave. So, Sal, this is happening. How can you not fall in love with Alex Rodriguez? Take J-Lo, four times the charm. <laughs> I like everything except how can you not fall in love with Alex Rodriguez? <laughs> yeah, no, listen, uh, I'm with you. I, we talked about this earlier. I think there's four teams LeBron could go to uh, if he if he thinks he's going to win a championship in the next two years. I don't even count the Cavs as one of them. Like you said, it's not going to happen this year. What did we say, Tate? Sixers, uh, Rockets, Celtics, 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 Rockets. Warriors. And, and Warriors, right. And uh, the Sixers, for some reason, are favored. I mean, for some reason. You know, he bought property out here, $23 million mansion just uh, last week. He's going week. to the Lakers. Probably going to the Lakers. So that plus 550 is fun. All right, Harry, what do you think? Um, aside from your shot with J-Lo, which way are you going with this prop? Wait, was it a shot with J-Lo or a shot with A-Rod? I wasn't sure what he was talking Oh, were you saying A-Rod? Oh, oh this changes no, I- everything. 
right. Um, I'm actually going to go with LeBron. I'm going to go with LeBron, but and I think it's not going to, like Darren said, not going to be this year. But next year, I think he's going to go to the Sixers, and I think he's going to win the championship with the Sixers. Hmm. Okay. But uh, the reason I had uh, the reason behind it is I met a Rod. If you remember Sal during the 2007 Major League uh, Baseball All Star Game, where you yeah. and uh, Jimmy played in the celebrity uh, softball game, right? Um, apparently, you guys had locked up all the rooms where you guys stayed. So me and my boss Ken mm-hmm. were forced to stay at the Four Seasons downtown oh. uh, in San Francisco. Yeah, we had we had to share a room, but uh, that was fine. But uh, actually, I was working out during that time, and I met A-Rod in the gym, and I spoke to him, actually, for a little bit, and he was very wishy-washy about how the wind was going to affect the home run derby. So I questioned about it, and he was continuing to cry about the wind, you know? So I think a woman like Jennifer Lopez is going to make him nervous, even more nervous than when he got interviewed by Katie Couric on 60 Minutes. So I think with him being so worried, in fact, I'm going to call this... I'm going to call this essentially a breakup. They're going to break up, so wow. it's not even going to be feasible. And LeBron, at some point, like I said, next year or whenever, wins it, and he gets his fourth ring before Jennifer Lopez gets her. All right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with your interview, but I'm going to listen back to that and see if that you can make any sense of that whatsoever. All right, Brother Bry, uh, it's, it's, it's tied now. It's one J-Lo, one LeBron. Break the tie for us. Yeah, I'm going J-Lo. I think, uh, Lebr- you know, he's not winning this year, LeBron. I don't think he'll win next year unless maybe he joins the Rockets. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Golden State's going to win one more year after this year. And then I think, you know, A-Rod and J-Lo, they love the attention. They're everywhere together. She's even showing up on some baseball, you know, games he's calling. So I wouldn't be shocked if they get engaged by the summer and are married within the year. I mean, that's just, that's just how these celebrities do it. So she yeah. has I'm gonna to show take- up. <laughs> she has, she to, has to show up, Brian. She has to show up for these things. <laughs> Harry, you need more time? <laughs> All right. All right, Brian, I agree so, with yeah, you. Yeah, so go yeah. on J-Lo. I agree with you. And you know what? This is tricky because she actually has had four rings. Um, Not just four engagement rings. Affleck gave yeah, her a Affleck, ring. Yeah, Affleck, yeah. Right, he took it back, Tate, if you remember. Then mm-hmm. he, uh, I think he lost it in the backroom poker game. But um, no, but this would be her fourth wedding ring. Um. I, look, we've said it before. I think LeBron re-signs with the Cavs. Worse yet, the Lakers. Doesn't matter. Either way, he's not winning with either of those teams. J-Lo has A-Rod. He, if he doesn't make an honest woman out of her, she'll probably run through all the terrible Yankees. Jeter, Posada. She'll end up with uh, Hideki Matsui. He'll put a ring on her finger in 2023. Still long before LeBron. Take J-Lo by a good margin. All right, that's another week of Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. No matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. All right, guys, best bets. Let's do this. Our buddy Jim Cunningham uh, pointed out that there are odds on the spelling bee if we wanted to do If this was two weeks from now, we would be, uh, we'd be dedicating 40 minutes to the spelling bee. But you could actually bet the nationality of the winner, the Scripps National Spelling Bee. You could bet, uh, will they wear glasses? Will they have braces? How long the last final word would be? I think over or under 10 and a half letters. But uh, we're not going to touch that unless you guys saw that. You could do whatever you want. Harry, you're on the coldest of cold streaks. What do you say for your best bet? All right, my best bet is going to be in game one of the NBA Finals, over 55 in the first quarter. Like I said earlier, I'm a glutton for punishment with these overs, but in the la- in last year's Finals, game one, there was 65 points in the first quarter. Game two, 74. Game three, 71. You see a trend here. Game four, 82. When Tate, if you remember, Cleveland had 49 in the first quarter mm-hmm. in game mm-hmm. four and 70 in game five. I'm going to make it simple. I'm taking over 55 points in the first quarter in game one at minus 115. All right. I feel good about that. And I'll tell you why in a second. Well, can I say, though, with with Harry's, though, I think only two of the seven games in the Rockets (laughs) Warrior Series went over 55, and none of the Celtics Cavs game went over 55. (laughs) It's perfect. I got to go with something. Alternative facts. Yeah, he has to go with something, Brian. This is taking. I got to keep pushing the over. Yeah, he's listen. This is not his focus right now. He's in love. He's 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 all about the hippity dippity. He's been going under too much at home. He's got to go over everywhere else. There you go. There you go. The hippity dippity was oh went over one and a half by noon on Monday. All right. All How right. about that, Tate? Come on, I'm gonna throw up. Good one here. Throw up. All right, uh, Parlay Kid. Good one. Harry. 
<laughs> Parlay kid, pick oh, up good one, Harry, to show him how to bet. <laughs> good one, Harry. Well, Sal, listen, um, I wish I could go uh, female so- women's softball here, the College World Series. Really, when we talked about this last year, a really fantastically underrated <laughs> college sport to watch oh, is women's happening? softball. Mm. Sal, did you see that the game the other day when Florida it ended in a walk-off? Basically, you saw two walk-off home runs in one game, what it appeared to be. But anyway, Sal, I'm not going to do it because it doesn't end until our next podcast, right. so I'm not going to go there. But okay. I do like Oklahoma to win it at plus 260. But Sal, right. how do you take the Warriors at minus 900 in game one and actually turn this into some positive money? How do you do it? Well, Sal, I'm taking the Warriors game one, and I'm going to add minus 900 mm-hmm. and adding two UFC fights this week, oh. Sal. One is Gregor Gillespie. He's at minus 500. Sal, I know a guy who knows Gillespie. Mm-hmm. This is a sure thing at minus 500. Oh. He's an upstate New York kid. He's an NCAA wrestling champion. He's an up-and-comer here in the UFC. He's wrestling in upstate New York. That's an easy one at minus five hundred. Then we're going to take we're going to take Jimmy Rivera, twenty one and one, ranked number four at his weight class, at minus one fifteen mm-hmm. uh, over Marais. It's going to be a tough fight, but I think this kid Rivera again, twenty one and one. He's had some really impressive victories his last few uh, fights, and you're going to turn that into a plus one fifty parlay for yourself, Sal. So you have Gillespie, Rivera, and the UFC with the Warriors to win Game One. Plus 150. There you go. All right. The parlay kid does it again. All right. Brother Bry, do you have the same thing as I do? Should we tag team this one? Yes, we should. You want to go first? Uh, I think you could go first. <laughs> go ahead. All right. So one of the things, one, it's funny, and we were both obviously looking at the same thing here, but I yeah. loved the Cavs under 101.5 points for game one. So yep. if you look at the Cavs on the road, in their last four games against the Celtics, they had 83, 94, 83, 87. So they averaged 87 points. On the road against the Pacers, they averaged 94 a game. So I'm not going to count the Raptors because the Raptors were dog shit. But <laughs> if you look on Golden State, at the other, on the other hand, when Golden State was home in their three home games against the Rockets, they gave up 85, 95, and 86. Yep. So, and then their last five games against the Rockets, too, they only gave up a combined average score of 91 points. So I think 101 is way too, way too high. Last year, game one, the Cavs only scored 91. I know it was a high score, but that was a different time. That was with Kyrie. Golden State's really, I mean, they, they've been struggling a little bit on offense, but really it's clamped down on defense. But 101.5 is way too high. Wouldn't be surprised if this comes down by tomorrow morning. I love it. I love it. And congratulations, Brian. You're back on the winning side because I'm going with it, too, for my seventh in a row. And here's another reason. I do like that. Wow. Well, also, since Harry has over 55 in the first quarter, you know there's going to be no – it's going to be like 36 to 9, uh, Golden State, <laughs> after first quarter. But listen, I'll just add a little to yours. Cavs under 101.5. Their first home games in the playoffs – Golden State. They gave up 92 to the Spurs, 101, a little close for the Pelicans, and 85. That was game three, but it was their first home game to the Rockets. I think that was 126-85. I expect a similar game one in the finals. Lots of open shots. LeBron and company, I think they'll see it as a lost cause early. They'll let up offensively in the third quarter. They want to conserve energy. They take possessions off like nobody. You could tell the possessions he's taking off. Instead, he won't sit because he's a, a maniac. He won't sit at all, but they do take possessions off. Paul A. Kidd noticed that in Game 7, uh, Eastern Conference, the Cleveland took 31 two-pointers. That's not going over. It's going to be a similar kind of thing. The Cavs score in the high 80s, low 90s. This one is easy. My seventh winning best bet in a row is Cavs under 101 and a half points in game one. Harry, where can people find you? Just anywhere. They can find me at A A A O Harry. Yes. And you are coming out my way. You're coming to L.A. Uh, I'm going to miss you tomorrow. I'm to because... L.A. tomorrow. Uh, Again? We'll yeah. Again. Again. He's bringing Go, coming with a girl, Darren. He's Coming bringing his the, lady. Oh, wow. He's bringing his lady. I'm not going to wow. be here uh, for Thursday, but you'll be at the show. But um, I'm well, going to be. But I'll be at your house for the party for your son's right. birthday on right. Friday. Right. I'm, uh, uh, yeah. I'm shooting a hidden camera in uh, in uh, at Oracle. I'm not going to get into it too much because that'll blow it on Thursday, and then I'll come back and <clears throat> and I meet Mrs. Wonderful on Friday. That'll be good. She can't wait. <laughs> I have a lot of questions for <laughs> you. A lot. Uh, Tons. Load up. All right. Ask anything. 
Uh, Parlay Kid, where are you at? At the Chalk Talker, Sal. All right, good. And Brother Bry? Yeah, I'm at the Brother Bry. And like uh, last week at the lacrosse, I think Darren and I will probably give out some of her uh, college uh, women's softball. <laughs> uh, we both love Oklahoma this week. but yeah, uh, kind of already put that out there, Bry, so... Uh, that's that's my so I they're just waiting for you now. We're we're gonna win this. We're gonna win this. There you no go. Doubt. Yeah, college yeah. softball. They have all college sports. They really they really do it all. Uh, and Love Tate. It. Tate, you're all over the place. I like Oklahoma too in that game. You do. Softball's great. For college <laughs> softball. It's all home runs. I can't tell if you're serious. It's Strikeouts and home runs. Yeah. All right. It's fine. Right. Tate, plug your 73 uh, podcast. Yeah, add Tate Frazier on Twitter and then One Shining Podcast with Mark Titus, GM Street with Mike Lombardi, back next week. Beautiful. All right, shoot us an email at CousinSalAgainstAllOdds at gmail.com. Watch Jimmy Kimmel Live 1135 tonight and every weeknight on, weeknight on ABC, as well as our NBA game day specials before or after the games, depending on which coast you live on. Check your local listings. We have Kevin Hart and Sandra Bullock uh, as guests for games one and two. That's that for Joe House, Bill Simmons, the Degenerate Trifecta, and Tate Frazier. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Now-